Hello, family. Hi, everybody. Hello. We welcome you uh, to another CPR experience where conflict produces resolution. That's this right. Is Pastor Aaron Carr. This is Bridget. And Yazo to the Zoe. You Yazo to the Zoe today? So you going to rap? So? Listen, one day I will have a rap for y'all. Yazo to the Zoe. When I feel inspired. Oh, inspired. I can, I can actually rap a little bit. I'll throw a bar. Too. Y'all hear that, right? So we're going to have a show where she's actually rapping. The whole All right, show. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I'm rapping for God, for G-O-D. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you remind me of Sister Act. You know what G-O-D? Yeah, you I got know. it, bro. That's my job. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> okay. Y'all crazy, man. Sister Act 2. Get with it, okay? That's my job. Like Sister Act 2. Get into that. Like both yeah, of them. Get into real. that. Both of them, yeah. Uh, you no. can feel like you can sing, sing, girl. So sing. <laughs> oh no, I can't. <laughs> I wish. Feel. I mean, I, I I feel like I could sing, but I know I can't too. So, so. <laughs> just so being honest. Just being honest. Between. So we have singers amongst us, though. Don't don't let them. Um, <clears throat> exactly. Okay. Don't let them shine a light on me like they can't sing. Where the microphones at? All right, pass the baritone. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Pass the baritone. I don't see no more. I'm just gonna be the ad libber. <laughs> it, it, might, it might sound good <laughs> Don't hold me to it <laughs> So we uh, we thank you for joining us For another CPR We just silly y'all um, Whatever you're doing uh, Cooking, cleaning, driving I keep saying driving But I want them to drive Listen to this But then it got No that's yeah, good That's a good, good oh, time like Auxiliary and, uh, Yeah man People use that for self care Just drive People actually Self care Her and the self care Listen yes. I am big on it Yes It's so important in life but we thank you um, just for joining us and I'm happy that um, we come again and I'm praying that you hear something that's going to encourage you it's going to strengthen you and push you it's going to push you yes those chest compressions pump life pump victory pump hope uh, pump encouragement pump knowledge Mm -hmm. um, into your life and I'm praying that we we do our job today. I'm just excited to be here. I keep saying it, but I really love (laughs) being with both of you. Yeah, we do too. I do too, I mean. No, I'm just soaking it in. I'm spooked. See, I'm not being negative. It's happy to hear that people feel the same way that you do. Exactly. Yes. 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 Look at you. I'm so fake with the relationship. As my father would say, mutual feelings. (laughs) I was gonna give you props for you know, listen, just enjoying the feeling. Look, over the last couple weeks, that's that's good. Yeah. Because you were fighting the love. I I guess you were. He received it. I'm afraid to say it. That was a liar. That was a liar. No matter whose mouth he's using. Okay. All right. So. Uh, we want to talk about something that um, we personally mm. have have dealt with, personally have been scarred by, and um, personally are trying to overcome. Mm. Um, and that is fulfilling our visions, fulfilling our dreams. Mm. Right? Yeah. Um, it's a ma- it's a major thing because, of course, we know there's a lot of different um, stumbling blocks and things that can kind of hinder us from doing. Um, those things, but the, the word of God says in Proverbs twenty nine eighteen. Mm-hmm. I need my organ. I need an organ or something. To... <laughs> I don't know what that sounds like. A scary movie. <laughs> Gosh. That's not worship. It's like a murder. violin with one string. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's that. That's that's, that's scary. That's <laughs> Michael Myers music. The so sound I gotta effects. Do the I gotta do the lighter one. Uh, yeah, because I know it's different sides. Like yeah, yeah, that, sides that's that's or, creepy. Or that's... <laughs> so, um, it says in uh, Proverbs twenty nine eighteen, it says, "Without a vision, my people perish." Right, but I, I think um, I want to hear it in a different version, a translation, so people can really get the gist of um, what the scripture is actually saying. All right. Um, okay. Well, let's see which version. It, I have. Okay. Oh, go ahead. I have the NIV. Okay. Um, and it says, "Where there is no revelation, wow, people cast off restraint. Mm. That's big. But blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. Wow. Okay. And the message version says, if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what He reveals, they are most blessed. 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. When you can't see God's vision, Mic drop. you stumble all over yourselves. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. And that, that really is a challenge for us because a lot of us, we've received visions, we've had dreams, and accomplishing those things um, have been a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we, we can honestly say that we stumbled, right? Scattered, didn't fulfill, didn't really um, do what we thought we could do mm-hmm. or, or haven't accomplished those things. And, you know, there's always this this, this kind of a misunderstanding um, of dreams and visions. Well, in the Bible, the Bible constantly mentions dreams and visions, not as one and the same, though. Yeah. But they're... The, the Bible constantly talks about dreams and they're being interpreted and then being followed and, and all that. He does. They, they, they're not in, in the Bible. They're not inseparable. They're one of the same. Oh, okay. Um, so if let's say, for example, Joseph was interpreting a dream for a king or a Pharaoh, um, what that the Pharaoh or someone dreamed, he interpreted those things and they were actually acted out. They were fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um, so Joseph took the knowledge of what was in that dream and they were able to act out um, a lot of instances it saved lives it fulfilled obligations it blessed um, where the people were you know in this situation it was a seven year famine um, that was going to happen to Egypt and it happened through a dream and you know Joseph interpreted the dream and as a result Egypt prepared themselves for this famine Wow. You know, they took food and they survived a seven year famine Based all because the dream. they acted off on a dream. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, nowadays, a little different. See, for me, <laughs> I always thought in the Bible that dreams and visions were somehow different. But with you saying that they are the same and making that distinction, the explanation you just gave, it's true. I mean, people would see things in a, in a dream, they would follow up on the dream, and then things would come to fruition because they acted out what they were, what they saw in the dream. Yeah. But it's like, somehow, dreams became something that weren't reality anymore. Like, when did we decide that dreams were, were fake? That something that's a dream wasn't real? Because in the Bible... Yeah, they were, they were, they were lumped into the same thing. And I think, really... Why dreams and visions in the world sense are different from the, in, the, in the biblical sense mm. is because look at the process of what a dream happens. So you you fall asleep, mm-hmm. you might see a vision of something chasing you, or a bird in a tree <laughs> with a big foot or something crazy. I'm just using an example. <laughs> it's a crazy dream, you got right? <laughs> it's crazy. It seems out of this world crazy. Then you wake up, mm-hmm. and then you have to face reality. Mm. And then you see that what you dreamed is not real. It was just a part of a vision or thought that you had in your mind while you were sleeping. And so there's the separation because we're all in this woke society now, right? <laughs> right? <No>. Okay. <laughs> um, closing your eyes and thinking something, but then waking up to reality mm-hmm. um, kind of sends a death stroke, really a strike. To your visions and your dreams, because now you're saying it was it was all a dream, big and small. It was mm-hmm. all a dream. That's all it was. Then I have to face reality. This is real to me, mm-hmm. not the stuff that I thought that was in my consciousness, not the stuff that um, I seen in my head. Um, especially those are nightmares. Mm-hmm. You want to wow. kind of face those in reality. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a message that you go to sleep, you wake up, and then what you dream is not in your reality. Mm-hmm. That has now been a practice in our lives. Very true. And so we separated vision because sometimes, well, a lot of times vision come when you're woke, when you're woke, Mm -hmm. you might Mm -hmm. stare at this. You might think about it. A lot of visions comes in our minds when we're at work. Mm -hmm. I got to get the heck out of here. I got to apply to some jobs. Yeah, no, I'm Using the jobs. My my visions are super vivid. They're super vivid. I almost see things as if they're already happening. So it's like, I feel like I have to. So you're envisioning them. Mm-hmm. You envision things. Yeah. And somehow we've decided that envisioning things is separate and apart from when you first think of it, when you first dream of it. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm speaking for myself. Mm-hmm. Because I I know, I, I recently had an aha epiphany moment earlier this year, mm-hmm. which actually changed my life. Mm-hmm. But I realized I've been doing this all wrong. Yeah. This whole thing about 
dreaming and feeling like this stuff isn't reality. I don't want to talk about that. That's not real. That's not going to happen. It's not reality, you know? And so I would talk with my, you know, now ex-husband and he would say something about, you know, you know, when we have a house or, you know, something about a house and I'd be like, come on, pipe dream conversation, you know, not doing anything that's moving toward getting a house. You have to have this, this, and this to have a house. We don't have one of those three, not one of those three things together. Like, and so I was like, this is a pipe dream conversation. I don't want to talk about this. Let's not. And so I realized my mom and I were on a road trip and we were talking and she realized that she was never a dreamer. Yeah. And then she never taught me or never modeled for me to be a dreamer. And I never thought things into the future and thought that thinking about them would be fruitful. It would mean something, would do something. So I would say, well, why think about it? It's not going to happen. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah. And and it's like, but once I had the epiphany realizing that, um, um, thinking about things that, that aren't quite there yet, Mm -hmm. um, how do you shut that down? But then say I'm a person of faith. Wow. That's true. I, you know what? Because with, 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 when you said when you started, the the thing that rang in my head is, but in reality, anything is possible. So how do we already say it's not possible? Well, I think the I think the reason you know, why because mm-hmm. through God, with you know through God, anything is possible. Yeah. So how dare I was we? saying it? I knew the scripture. You know, I, I had know? faith in other areas. But, but you know what 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 you're saying is 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 really important because the 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 term "let's get real." has killed the power of God in so many lives. Wow. Yeah. Um, because when you express dreams, because I told you dreams in the worldly sense, different biblical sense, dreams are always something that needs to be diagnosed versus always demonstrated. Wow. So when you say what your dreams are, someone says, snap out of it. Yes. Yes. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm sorry. I was the one saying that. But sometimes. The, but the thing is, it's sometimes, sometimes it was something that that jumped on you from somebody else. Yeah. And, yeah. and and the problem with that is when you when you have visions and dreams, you don't know what's true or it's not true. All we know is we got to snap out of it, and what I'm seeing is the truth of where I can actually go. Right. Well, let's work with reality. Yeah. And and that and that's what it is. But then hit. Just like dreams and visions are personal, faith is personal too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you dreamed them alone. Yep. You didn't have anybody else with you. Mm-hmm. You didn't have anybody else in the dream, you know, connecting with you and your held hands and y'all jumped in your head together. And so because you dreamed them alone, in a lot of aspects, it's gonna be something that you have to see through alone. Mm-hmm. Especially people who aren't really, you know, instead of telling you to snap out of it with the fingers, mm-hmm. they're actually applauding you, wanting to hear more about it. That can kind of help you, kind of lead you to where that dream is actually taking you. Yeah. Um, well, that that is a big challenge, though, because yeah, I mean, I didn't have. Let, let's say you don't have someone saying to you, "Oh, that's crazy. Oh, you're crazy. That's stupid. You can't do that. That's out of reach. That's not possible." Okay, maybe you don't have someone saying those things, but at the same time, you don't really have someone that's as you just said. Someone who's applauding, who's encouraging, who's pushing, and who's saying, you know what? It is possible. It can be done. Let's figure out how. Yeah. But you know what? It is it is two parts to that because you could be the one applauding you, you know, uh, technically. Okay. And then the other part of that is um, those naysayers. Well, for me now, especially now, those naysayers make me feel like that's exactly what I should be doing because they're naysayers and they're not God. Yeah. So God ain't telling me. No, yes, but you are. Guess who I'm listening to? <laughs> the Lord. But you, know, but you know what's crazy though? Right. So you do it. To get to that point, right? But yeah, it is a, is a point. Yeah, and that and that's the struggle because it's easier said than done. We can ask the question of why haven't you fulfilled the dreams? And mm-hmm. you know, um, but the journey to get to that answer, mm-hmm. right? We've all been through a lot of journeys, and as you mentioned. You know, having that support, the applauders, you know, those who when you're running your marathon, mm-hmm. the people on the side clapping, telling you to go, 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 mm-hmm. go. Not mm-hmm. saying, nah, it's too far. Mm-hmm. Not giving you water on your way, you know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hydrating you okay. through your journey, right. but kind of being an obstacle, you know, mm-hmm. being a being a challenge to you, um, mm-hmm. trying to fulfill those dreams. I think, you know, 
that's something that, as you mentioned, um, Yasmin, is kind of out of worldly, literally, um, that they're not God, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To find the strength to be kind of pushed despite of who's not supporting you, who's not, you know, um, and we've all had stories, you know, a lot of different dreams, man, that mm-hmm. literally have been dashed to rubble. Mm-hmm. And then as we get older, we're trying to pick up the pieces, right? Mm-hmm. Um, of what I could be doing mm-hmm. from my past, but I couldn't because my dreams were dashed. Yeah. And now there's a challenge because now I have obligations mm-hmm. now that kind of hinders me from fulfilling a past dream, you know? Okay. And um, that support is a major, is a major thing. Whereas, you know, you have these things, these hindrances now. Yeah. Whereas before, had someone invested in you yeah. when those hindrances were not, were not a part of the, of the equation. Yeah. You know, if someone had invested that support and, you know, handed you that, that, that water bottle as, yeah. as, you, as you're starting to, you know, run low, you know, in yeah. <laughs> the marathon and that long marathon of trying to get there. Yeah. If you did have the support. The, the investment and investment is not always money. You know, people can invest time. They can invest encouragement. They can invest tools yeah. to you that can help you along your way. You know, a person may not have the money to help you, but they may be able to give you a ride. Yeah. They may be able to allow you to, uh, to, to use their space yeah. or something like that. Mm. You know, I mean, these are all little investments along the way that without them, it's always well. That's not possible because I don't. I don't have a space. It's not possible because I don't have a ride. It's not possible be- because um, you know, there's no one to babysit. That yeah. you know, things like that. Yeah, and I'm thinking of your uh, the message you stated uh, yesterday in church. How sometimes God pours in on us, but we allow it to ex- expire. And maybe because we don't have people, you know, applauding us helping us right, you know right. so I the well, the well that. gets dry yes you know, yeah. I remember a story you know um, I love cutting hair I mean it's it's just I never get tired of doing it hmm. right um, and I really you know before I went into college um, I wanted to be a barber I wanted to do that that's the path I wanted to take and I was some 2002 yeah right after we graduated uh, when I graduated high school yes I graduated high school 2002 <laughs> um, team so long ago. Yeah, not really. Um, Maybe because it says two I know, right? It's still, you know. Um, but I really, I wanted to be, you know, a barber. And so I went to the school, got the information, got the pamphlet, you know, and I went home and told my mother, hi, mom, I love you, um, about the school. And, you know, it was just like, well, nah, it's, you, you won't make any money. It's not something that's really promising. Um, it's not something that you can really, you know, kind of uh, grow and get money out of. And as a result, I cast it aside. Yeah. You know, I just, I just, and it was a dream um, that I really, really, to this day, mm-hmm. you know, trying to pick up the pieces. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. When, before I got married, before I had kids, before, you know, all these things happened. Uh, now the obligations I'm a part of now, now kind of hinder that process. Exactly. Even though a part of the process I'm in right now, barbering would have helped it. You know, we do a lot of outreach to the homeless. We do a lot. You know, a lot of different ideas that I have. You know, mm-hmm. I still I still do them, but having the license and everything will legitimize everything that I did. But because that one moment, you know, mm-hmm. um, I wound up going into college into. So you got talked out of out of one bill. Yeah. For another bill. Yeah. A larger, <laughs> a larger, you know I mean? a larger bill. And okay, go. I'm sorry. And what and what I'm saying, the, the bill with the barbering would not have been uh, a burden to me exactly. because it's something that I really wanted to do. Yeah. The loan bill that I got from college, <laughs> right? That I didn't finish, and all these different things is now mm-hmm. a burden to me mm-hmm. on my credit. Mm-hmm. Just like me not going to the barbering school is on my credit spiritually. Wow. Um, yeah. Say it. I True. did not. You know, it, it bothers me to this day, and now I'm working um, just to get the pieces together to try to do it. Um, but it just goes to show you that, you know, that fulfillment of dreams and all those different things that we're talking about. A lot of people feel they can't do that because the support. You know, if I decide to fly, right? Can I trust I won't crash and die? Will I have something? of a safety net right will Mm -hmm. I have something of a support Mm -hmm. you know um, 
that's going to make me even feel, you know, fearless to want to go higher, you know, and that's really, you know, what I'm trying to implement even in my children mm-hmm. and just people around me that um, if no one's applauding you, mm-hmm. I'm going to be there applauding you. Yes. Right. The one yes. little clap, like, you know, people yes. the show, if you nobody clapping, but that one person, like, yeah. thank God for that one person. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's like what, uh, yeah. coming to America, that boy good. <laughs> right. And it's just him. You know, and, and we want to get into people applauding themselves. Yeah, because sometimes in the, in this life, when we've all seen that, there's going to be times when there's there's no one except God. Yeah, and and that why that's why that personal relationship is very important. But it's also important for you to know you got you. So how did you get to that point, though? Um, you know what? I think it happened once again. Once I made that that crazy choice to say, you know what, I am going to separate um, from my son's father and I'm just going to delve in. Because believe it or not, he was, before I even um, did my, started my master's and I had told him like, you know, I should be a social worker. I should be, he was like, well, you too sensitive. You this, this, and that. <laughs> like, but it destroyed me and I'm like, oh goodness. Like the person I'm with don't even believe well, wouldn't it. Wouldn't it be a good thing to be sensitive? I, to people's yes, yeah, to now, empathy. Now, sure. Now, now knowing, of yeah. course, that's like number one, right? <laughs> so um, then, when I, you know, I'm staying home with my mom, and I'm like, I know I got this kid that I, you know, I have to take care of and everything like that. And I got work and I got a second job, but you know what? I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I'm gonna do it because, you know, that that saying how, with the saying that you stated uh, just a minute ago. It, it, it goes something like, you know, so darling, if it, you, it's the one where you can crash or like, or fall, but, but what if you fly? What if you soar? Okay. I only held on to that part of it. Yeah. Anything can happen, but, but if I don't try it, I, I, I'll never know. And see, in me never knowing the, the what if, yeah. because if, if, if it could be great and I don't know that I tried to be great too, then I'm, I'm, I'm going to feel disappointed yeah. in myself, you know? Well, <clears throat> that's really, you have a lot of strength and you have a lot of, you're a self-starter and a self-motivator and I applaud that and that's something that I do not have. That is, <laughs> that is a, you straight up. It's a skill and an attribute that I absolutely do not have. And um, I want to give you some. Bro. I pray you. I pray that it, that it, that it jumps on me. <laughs> it's one of the things that um, I pray earnestly for. Honestly, um, um, as I've told you all before, you know, I spent most most of my adulthood, you know, uh, battling and, you know, in the midst of a deep depressive illness mm-hmm. with psychomotor retardation. So that was the, the full diagnosis. And I was heavily medicated so that I could get through each day. Um, most of my adulthood, I, um, depression started at 17 and, uh, I was <laughs> delivered at 35. Yeah. So, um, there are just, certain things you know those 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 coping skills and that you know self-startedness and that reaching for your goals that dreaming that thinking things are possible that thinking positively about things when it when 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 um obstacles come you know all those those things are not something i developed when i was in the midst of just trying to make it day to day Mm -hmm. just trying to get up bathe get dressed leave my house every day you know, I didn't do all four most days. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, um, it's, I never developed those things. And I just admire that in, in you. But <clears throat> I, 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 I feel that, wow, the other thing you mentioned was a safety net. Because honestly, had I not had something, someone mm-hmm. to support me, I have no idea where I would be. I have no idea what would have become of me uh, not being self-motivated, having low self-esteem, crying every day, not getting, not, not being able to complete and accomplish things, not, you you know, just negative self-talk all day, every day, every voice in my ear is my own, Mm -hmm. you know, never all those things had I not had a safety net, had I not have, as I I say, a soft place to land, Mm -hmm. you know, a safe place to fall. You know, then I don't know where I would be because I hear the stories of so many people who did everything alone and had to make it on their own and didn't have anybody they could call or had to call someone else because no one in their immediate circle was able or willing to be a support. And it it baffles my mind and it never really occurred to me that 
the the that my that I a safety net, a person mm-hmm. in my life has able to keep keep me from falling in all of these things. You know, falling through the cracks mm-hmm. of just spot, spiraling down. And so and because of the prayer and because okay, you talked about barber school. Yeah. And um we've spoken before at other times about other things. Um I remember and I remember when I told this story um, you guys' mouths were wide open. Both of you were looking at me with your mouth wide open, and I didn't understand it. I didn't understand. I'm like, what? What's the what? Now both our eyeballs are wide open. Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking? About? <laughs> because I remember when I wanted when I went to get a car. First okay. time I wanted to get a car, I um I went. I went by myself. Fell in love with this car. Um, and they were like, oh, you know, I was I was young. I was still in my uh, 20, perhaps 19 or 20. I didn't have a whole lot of credit history, um, and I didn't make a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. But I loved this car, and I wanted it, and I could afford it mm-hmm. monthly. And they were like, "Oh yeah, well, we're not gonna be able to give you this car. You're gonna have to have to have a cosigner." And so I stepped off, and I used the phone, and I called my mother, and I said, "Hey, mom, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, you know, I found a car. I really like it, but they're saying that I can't get it without a cosigner." And before I hung the phone up, it was okay. I, Okay. I mean, wow. as long as you can afford it yourself and, and the insurance. And, uh, I, I mean, I don't plan to pay for it, but you know, we, we can work that out. Yeah, sure. I'll co-sign for you. Mm. Click. And I got the that phone. I got the car. And when I <laughs> say that to people, people are like, say what now? No, Pales in comparison. Now, <laughs> listen, listen. Dead pale. I ain't even let that dream manifest. How about yep. that? I just said, oh yeah, I passed my permit test. Oh, oh well, I guess I did that for nothing because who's buying me a car? <laughs> Except or even myself. Be in a position to and even have someone exactly. support you to get a car. Seriously, yeah. and then in my mind, I'm like, cars cost thousands of dollars. So, and I ain't got a thousand. So, yep, I'm when I'm maybe 25, I'll get a car. Wow, well, <laughs> yeah, it never occurred to me. It's just you know, I went in there and they said that I could get a car with no money down because I had no money down. <laughs> they said all I had to pay was the taxes, and I could scrape together the taxes. Okay, fine, I'm gonna leave a leave with a car. Um, I just just walked. Wow. And, and it doesn't occur to me how different my experience is from many other people. Yeah. You know, because that it, and that's another thing that we it's kind of hard to break out of, because if you have a history of not getting support, mm-hmm. you're going to trust in the future. We are not going to get support in the future. Like you're going to wow. be, you know, what I mean, wow. So. And I did just the opposite. Yeah. I always just went for things, not realizing I was taking a leap, not mm-hmm. realizing that I could fall or I could get hurt because I couldn't. Like, yeah. when would, how? Mm-hmm. Okay, they tell me no and I just go back home and try something else. It never occurred to I'm so sorry. Nah, it never occurred to me. You know, because like the, the mentality of a Lone Ranger, right? It's really, it's not supposed to be your title, but we, we kind of pull that title in on us because mm-hmm. of our experiences. Yeah. Wow. And try to make it as strong as possible. You know, it's not a description. It becomes our definition now. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because of a history of no support. Right. So could you imagine a person that wants to have a vision that they love, that is going to be fruitful for their life, but then they're challenged with a history of people not applauding them or pushing them or even having their back. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to move forward yeah. um, because I have so much of a history of people not supporting me. That's what happened with you when you got your learner's permit. You just said, for what? Ain't nobody yeah. going to help me get a car, so yeah. why should I bother getting my license? Exactly. First of all, there was no car in my household, so, oh, okay. so I was also going to have to be a pioneer mm-hmm. as well. So I'm yeah. like, how am I going to do that with no money? And no support. I'm not gonna do it. But you know, I I just knew that later it would have it would have to happen when I'm in control. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Like I just because I was that lone ranger, I already knew that I have to work hard for it. Mm-hmm. You know. But I, I but but I, I was mean, too busy crying to work hard for it. But you know what? It was a blessing. It's true. It was a blessing though because it it, it that same strength that I even in that moment of working for a car because eventually I start working for my car. It's the same strength that from today. It just that was the the first seed. It was planted. You know, yeah. in a sense, it was planted. But yeah. I kept. I was like, well, yes, I, I am going to live a different life than what I experienced. Yeah. You know, I. 
because now I'm in control. Mm-hmm. I, I can get a job. I can do things, you know. I, I can work things into my life for myself. Mm-hmm. I have to be responsible for myself. I just took on that. I'm like, look, I'm, I, I can do it. Is it going to be hard? Heck yeah. Do I even to this day, I'm like, I don't want no responsibilities. I'm tired of being responsible. (laughs) I am. I really am. But you know what? That's the one thing I know how to do and I've been doing for so long is being responsible. You know? Mm -hmm. It's crazy. So yeah, that... And then we go, it goes to the, like you mentioned, something about being a pioneer. Mm -hmm. Um, That's another issue Mm -hmm. um, that a lot of people um, are faced with. It's hard to be the first. Yes. Oh, gosh. It's so hard. finding. (laughs) Because, you know, the thing about my mom um, that she implemented in us is even though she didn't do it, she wanted us to do it. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Um, That's what I love. I do love my mom for that. Um, But the challenge of being the first is, you know, you want to know. You know what's ahead. Mm-hmm. Thank God for GPS, right? Yep. <laughs> um, or maps. I think it took a very a, a very strong person to get lost to find direction. True. Hmm. And that's what happens. Hmm. GPS and maps. Without them getting lost trying to find their way, they could not map out the people behind them. Wow! Wow! To that's do it. Very that's strong. Right. Yeah. But with the pioneer being the first in your family, it's hard because what do you have to go on? Because sometimes you need applause and information, right? Right. You need people clapping for you. Go, go, go. And I'm like, where? 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 <laughs> Point me. We've Please never been before. Me. You've right. never been there. So what is up the road with this yeah. education yeah. or this career or, you know, um, this leap, yeah. this leap, right? Yeah. I, what's underneath this nest that you're pushing me out of? Mm, I don't know. There you go, right? right. Uh huh. Um, but 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 what? But what's attached to, you know, the family that's not been there and you being the first is that they know they want it better. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the mission statement. Yeah. Um, but in a sense, the blueprint of how to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, the ways, the struggles, the issues. I think every every generation um, is a map for the next, right? Yeah. So now you're able to say to MJ, gotta go to the bursar's office and you might have to stand in some line and you might have some late nights. Yep. If he even, if you even wanted to decide to go to college. Exactly. Because even that, we didn't learn that wasn't even a route for some of us before. You're going to college and that's it. Not yeah. so much. Because honestly, if you were a barber right now, you, if, yeah, you wouldn't be thinking. You know what I'm saying? That. So yeah. mm-hmm. that pioneer being the first um, mm-hmm. is a major challenge mm-hmm. um, because you want to fulfill something that you've never seen before in your family, in yeah. your community, with your direct people. Mm-hmm. So, and you're going to need assistance yeah. with how to establish that. But because yeah. you've never seen it, yeah. It's fear to not even go back to get uncomfortable, want to learn or achieve it. Right. And that's the thing that what makes people think that this dream can't be a reality. Because if you've never seen someone succeed at this, how can you envision your own success? Yeah. I mean, for most of us, for me, not like not you, not you, yes. No, but for man. most people. <laughs> for most that was people, my ancestors' prayers on me, child. <laughs> I don't know. We gonna... for, for I think for many people, you have to see success in order to see yourself successful in the same thing yeah. you know yeah. I mean to, to see to envision yourself to be to, to create success where you've never seen it before where it's never existed in your circle not yeah. even in, in your view mm-hmm. you know yeah. for, for many people I mean we want to see ourselves you know um, successful and powerful and you know to accomplished mm-hmm. but really do we if we don't have a blueprint or a path a, path, a GPS in order to get there yeah. we really don't know what we're envisioning yeah. And so it seems like, oh, that's just a dream, and someday I'd like to be there. But if you can't plot it out, how then does it become a plan? Yeah. How does it go from being a want, a wish, yeah. to to a plan? Yeah. And then a vision, and then something that you're actually plotting through and working out. If you've never seen success, it's hard to envision it for yourself. It is. Or, I used to always say, um, a child. Or a young man, a boy, will always emulate the most celebrated man in his life. Yeah. A boy will always want to emulate the most celebrated man that he sees. So we need to celebrate the right things. Yes. Yeah. And so the thing is that if you don't even see it 
and see it celebrated. Even as a young person, how, how do you even grow a desire to emulate it? So if you, if you don't know a, a higher pinnacle of success, like success to the people around me or people around here, or people or any, any situation, success may be, you know, having a car. Success may be having a job, a government job, yeah. you know, and that's the pinnacle of success. Mm-hmm. And so we have to see something else and then realize that that level of success that you're envisioning, it's, so low. it's it's your ceiling and it's somebody else's floor. Yeah. It's the least they would do. Yeah. You know, and so for us to be able to realize that 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 my floor my ceiling is someone else's floor. Wow. That we have to begin to really wow. just envision that is, that's bigger. My ceiling is someone else's floor. You know it's funny that you say that um when I was in the fifth, fourth grade, fifth But all of my friends. Mm-hmm. Kind of celebrated not going to class or doing their best in school, mm-hmm. right? Uh, even some of my cousins, even in, even in church, you know, when I would present, you know, a, a, an A plus grade or something like that, mm-hmm. and you say you're corny, you're yeah. a geek, literally, like you're a geek, you're corny, mm-hmm. right? So my mind was battling: should I succeed or should I just submit to what? My community at the time, my friends, and was celebrating. Who mm-hmm. was celebrating? Who had an impact on me? Mm-hmm. What they were doing, and so I felt I submitted to that. So getting a C was okay. You know, I'll, I'll pass. I'm not embarrassing myself failing, but I'm not doing my best to succeed. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm okay with the D minus or a D plus, not the F, because I don't want to fail. Mm-hmm. Right. But I don't want to be an overachiever mm. because my circle doesn't celebrate that what didn't celebrate that wasn't a bunch of overachievers laughed at me when I went overachieve mm-hmm. saying you squeaky clean and you never you're not hood you're not this you're not that mm-hmm. and so they say if you pass I'm like I mean I gotta see mm-hmm. right so I'm I'm, I'm I'm fitting both standards but you really can't right mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm not failing but I'm not succeeding either there you are I'm wow. right in the middle right and so that 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 came that bothered me all the way through high school Spanish class came around. I don't need to learn, even though my wife is Spanish now. I wish I would have to, you know, listen to that. But now I don't care. I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna be funny. I'm gonna be nice to the teacher, and I'm gonna give her an average, you know, demonstration. An average level of effort. And I'll get a C. All right, I'll get a C. Um, but then as I got older. Maturity, um, going through struggles, right? Looking at myself as a man, uh, and I tell even the young kids I, I approach that have the same mind frame as me. You know, I'll say, uh, "So, so you average? Hmm. I ain't average. You got a C. You got a D. You below average." Mm-hmm. And they'll get mad at me. Stop playing. Uh, you learn. I said, "So that's like a, that's like you talking to a girl and she really, and you like her." And she comes and tells you, you ask her how you look. And she's like, no, you, you're below average. You're like, right. <laughs> <laughs> You want to curse that girl out. Like, they would call me Thomas my eye. Well, that's, your, that's what your grades are demonstrating. That's what your approach to your education is demonstrating. That you are right. mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you are, you're a failure. A girl say, you ask a girl, how I look? You don't look good? No, you you ugly. You are a failure in your looks. You are butt ugly. Stop like, you it. jacked up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Please. You don't need an F. You got a J for jacked up. He's <laughs> so extreme. <laughs> but that's how you have to present it to them, right? And so because of my environment, right? I don't know how this ties into this. But anyway, because of my environment, you know, and because of what was celebrated, as you said, mm-hmm. you know, I was attracted to that celebration. Wow. I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I really was. Yeah. Because I heard I heard more, more noise speaking against mm-hmm. me succeeding mm-hmm. versus for. Mm-hmm. And what was celebrated? Um, the guy with the nice ride. Yeah. The guy with the loudest music. Yeah. The guy with the nice clothes. All and that the, stuff. I, you know, back, you know, my at the time it was the chains and you had to have the, the this, the that, whatever. All that stuff was celebrated. And the drug what, dealers were celebrated. Was I, gonna, I was going to say that. And what were the people doing to get that? Yeah. Selling drugs or in gangs, not going to class. Exactly. You know, but me 
in my other community, my family community, my church community, selling drugs, being a part of gang, that was a no-no. Mm -hmm. So I kind of teeter-tottered between both. Mm -hmm. I was friends with them. I was doing my level best mm -hmm. to your not level, be a... Your level C best. Yeah, my level C best, right? <laughs> to not stay back. Right. But also to not get ahead. Mm -hmm. And um, that was a challenge for me. I think a lot of people take that level C effort. Yeah. That minimal effort, that pass fail mentality, and they uh, unfortunately apply it to to their dreams yeah. and to their visions. Yeah. And so it's either like a it's a pass fail. It's like, well, I didn't fail. I mean, I, I did it. I mean, I'm, I'm doing it. it. It's okay. You, you're not doing it at a, at a high level, or not doing it up to par, not doing it with excellence. Just kind of, you know. Kind of, sort of, yeah. following behind, you know, some dream or some goal. Yeah. But when, how do, how do you, how, how do you differentiate between what goal do you go after? Hmm. And and because sometimes there's there are dreams, there are ideas, there are different things in your mind. And what happens when you choose something that you don't love? Like what happens? What makes you decide to go after this? Because I absolutely would, I love achieving it and I would hate not achieving it. Yeah. Because a lot of times we get involved in chasing after something that we actually don't love. Yeah. And it doesn't get our level best. It gets yeah. our level C. Yeah. But you, but you know what? Real quick. It wasn't until... I was actually challenged moving, moving in my education, with my level C mentality, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I wound up hitting a wall where your level C wasn't enough. Okay. So at the time in high school, I had I'm a glad, right? I, yeah. Well, <laughs> I had a girlfriend. I failed the HSPT test, the state proficiency test. I failed it. She passed it. Mm -hmm. If I did not go through SRA where you had to sit down and you know, do some some type of extra work to get the points. I would I wouldn't have graduated. Oh, right. So the embarrassment jumped on me. Like my girlfriend's graduating. You know, she gonna meet some dude in college. I'll think about that rough end song. Someone to love you. That song. <laughs> and I'm sitting down back in school again, eating chicken patties and the pizza with the holes in it in the back. Right. <laughs> right. While the person that I'm connected to is getting ahead. So, me failing really taught me a lesson to succeed. Wow. Because I found myself in a position that now my friends who applauded me in the fifth grade, mm -hmm. they're not here with me in high school now. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. So, you have to find the motivation really in people that are getting ahead mm. um, versus just being satisfied, right, mm -hmm. uh, with your level C best that you've been giving since the fifth grade. You know, and that was my issue. I, it, it, that was a conviction for me. Like, wow. wow. Like, but you know what? Too being exposed to that diversity of thinking was was amazing. That's exactly yeah. So seeing seeing the people who was okay with C's, but then also now being uh, acclimated with people who were continuing and, and achieving. Yeah. When you get the mix of that, you can kind of then choose for yourself where you want to go. Yeah. I, I believe. I believe. Just having that diversity of thinking, I think it's just great in any and everything that we do. Yeah, honestly, like in leadership, in groups, and just doing things. You, I think you need that because it, it allows you to see the 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 different, I guess, points of of, of things. Like you, you, you see everything, yeah. and then you could kind of choose in, a, in where you fit in between. Yeah, you know, you know because what? because. It was it was like that in 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 my in my life too. You yeah. feel me? I was cool with I'm gonna say I was a geek. I was cool with the geeks and the cool people. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? Mm -hmm. But but knowing everyone, it was just like I'm a st I can still now and I, I can I can embody both of these ideas. Yeah. I can still be cool, but I could also still be be smart because my mom she taught me that you're not bringing anything less than a certain grade in the house anyway. So yeah. if I need it, if I know I needed somewhere to stay, guess what? But, when you, but real, real quick, I don't want to divert, right? Uh -huh. When your mom told you you could not bring anything in here less than an A, mm -hmm. 
There was an expectation. Walk half a B. Or a B. There was an expectation. Were you celebrating when you came in with A's and B's? You know what? I was celebrating. I was celebrated differently. She did celebrate me. Like what? Right? She gave me toys. Oh, okay. I didn't want the toys though. <laughs> Believe it or not, my grandmother, this this other addition of diversity, diverse thinking, yeah. she gave me books. Guess what books was for me? An escape. Got you. You right? Mm-hmm. So it elevated me in its own way. I'm a dreamer, right? So here I got books. Where when I read is a fantasy, yeah. but I have TV. Yeah. I'm watch the Cosby Show. Yeah. Right. I love that family. Yeah. I I didn't. I, I actually I did kind of want to be a doctor, but I wanted to be everything now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that show then taught me that I could, and these books did too. Yeah. It taught me that I could do whatever. So I think maybe that's where my start was. All of that. You yeah. know, I can't even say I can't. I'm not gonna take. You know, God's blessings from whoever prayed over me, but also too with what my family did allow me to have like the, the different books. I had 300 books as a, a young kid and I had all the toys in the world too. Let me tell you. In the corner. That, ex, that, ex, that expectation sometimes is when sometimes when you expect something it's like a kid is always getting candy they, they, have a, they have a hard time saying thank you. Mm-hmm. So when you expect a child to pass and when they pass you're not celebrating them mm-hmm. but when they fail you ridicule them at high energy. Mm-hmm. It's like, dang. You, like, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, people need people need that same energy. Like when they do something wrong and they yeah. fall short, and you're on them, yeah. they need that same energy when they do it right. They do well. They excel. Because it obviously it obviously doesn't have to be that way, right? That's true. I, I could mm-hmm. fail. I could do that. Mm-hmm. But just sometimes that that comfort zone of expectation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Versus you know just desiring just the best for you. Um, there's a difference. Because when you just expect it, whatever. Well, some That's people, true. some people have the mentality of like, I'm not gonna celebrate water for being wet. This is what yeah, you're supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. Until you're drowning. This is like, listen. <laughs> uh, it's like that's what you're supposed to do. I'm not yeah. gonna celebrate you for bringing home good grades because I know that you're smart enough and you can. Yeah. And you applied yourself because you, like you're supposed to. Yeah. And your only job right now is to go to school and do well. Yeah. And so I do know that people say that I'm not gonna celebrate you for doing yeah, what you're supposed true. to do. That's true. Unfortunately. Um, there are, are some people for whom that that works, and for other people, it tears them down. Yeah, and um, and we can't apply one one broad stroke to everyone and think that it's going to work for everyone. And it's a school of thought that says like it's conditioning. You yeah, know? yeah. When all right, you do you did well, and I'm going to celebrate you. But then then again, you then are you conditioned to later in life when you don't have anyone to celebrate you, will you fail? Yeah, right. Are you the person that's waiting for the applause? And if the applause doesn't come, some people like that are annoying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so annoying. Can you clap, please? Why, um, do you, why do you need a pen on your bag for everything? Yes. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, but then it's all about balance, too. But you know what? Shout out to my mom because you know why I didn't even think about that until we start talking about grades. I'm shouting her out for. You know what? She did. She did an awesome job. Even and and we know a couple weeks ago before I was saying how she did that tough love, but that tough love really helped me Pushed thrive. You. Yeah, you know, God you. knew what I needed before I knew what I needed. I thought I needed somebody nice and to, to say <laughs> I love you and give me hugs and everything like that. But you know what? Her her determination, her hardness, it it did strengthen me. It softened me at the same time, but it also it really strengthened me. I remember when I couldn't spell the word with. Okay, and she met. I, I, that was the last time I asked her to spell with. Okay, she's gonna you, beat you with a belt. But then, but then I also <laughs> just it kept pushing me to do regardless. Yeah. Even if I didn't know how, because she didn't. She never. It, it didn't come to the point where she told me how to spell with. Yeah. I, I got that. It yeah. took hours. Yeah. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? But that that's a lesson in that. It took hours. It took time for me to get it, but I got it. Yeah. You know, and thank you for that, Ma. I didn't even realize. <laughs> and you were saying before in regards of your vision and dreams, it'd be so many it's so many of them. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. How do you pinpoint yeah. you know what exactly you know yeah. you can you, what you want to do? Mm-hmm. And and really my my advice um would be for someone who doesn't move because they don't know what direction to move in. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like the, the picture of the different three, five, the, the fork in a row type thing. Yeah. But your, your fork got five different egg angles. Right. I was thinking this the other day. I was in the car and I heard the soul was sitting on the dock of the bay. Yeah. And it's like, you know that song? I'm just no. sitting on the dock of the bay. It, do, it doesn't sound like that. I'm just but okay. <laughs> no, it's like, I'm just, just watching the tide roll away. I'm just sitting on the dock of the bay, wasting time. time. I, it look, looks like nothing's going to change. Everything remains the same. I can't do what 10 different people are telling me to do. Uh-huh. So I guess I'll just remain the same. Yeah. And then he just started whistling. <laughs> like whistling dizzy, like, oh, like wow. seriously. Yeah. I mean, but really, you sit in there because you can't do every single thing in every direction that you're being pulled in. You sit there and do nothing, and you are wasting time. Yeah. And the tide's rolling away. Yeah, your life is rolling away yeah. as you sit here saying, "I can't decide between all these things." Exactly. So I'll just do nothing and just whistle Dixie. And yeah. yeah, therapeutically, I'm thinking you can do all those things. Let's just order them. Yeah. In the pride, you know exactly. how you cry, you know. Yeah, and that honestly. <laughs> was I, I something that challenged me mm-hmm. actually and I think that's why finally after all these years I've known the song or whatever but ju- I this this weekend I heard the song and it just snapped into my yeah. brain mm-hmm. like I have yeah. been sitting here watching my life roll away because I'm pulled in so many directions I don't know which thing to do and so I'm doing nothing mm-hmm. and it's because um I didn't know about prioritizing I didn't know about dreaming I I didn't have uh, I didn't know how to push myself and motivate myself. I'm still dealing with the remnants of depression. Uh, you know, all these things. And it's like, but injustice and see, and that's how we're different. Because the moment I said it, the first thing she said is, oh, you can do all of them. All you have to do is prioritize. Okay, A, A, B, A, B, C, you know, you know, for her, it's simple. And so everyone's different. They are. Everyone is so different. You Let me tell you something. My wife. When she cleans up the house, and she would tell you, I have a I have a method to my madness when I clean up. My wife will literally, let's say she she's doing the kitchen, right? She'll wash the dishes. All of a sudden, she just starts sleeping. Yeah, because she's all of a sudden, Yeah, she is a cleaner like me. Right. <laughs> then all of a sudden, then let me go fold some clothes. Right. And then my daughter come in. Let me lay down and play with her. And then you know, so we have a goal, and it always happens. All it happens all that we have a goal. <laughs> But then we get distracted, like you mentioned. Uh, I need to be over here. I gotta be over here. But then I got depression bothering me, right? Then I want to get panicked, and I want to take. I want to handle my depressions uh, in a good way. So I want to take on too much. But I want to do this, and I want. So you're like, but my mind is scattered, and I've got a scattered brain, yeah, yeah, and like, now I can't you, do. I can't focus on anything because yeah, everything's in like, my head at one time. And <laughs> you just don't know what to do. My thing is when I mention priority, because I'm like that too. I have so many different things that I want to do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I prioritize something major where it gives me space and time to do the other things. Mm-hmm. Right? My goal is to be so rich that I can do outreach mm-hmm. and I ain't got to be sitting in a nine to five job mm-hmm. and I can minister and I can encourage people. But the major thing for me is to do something with my abilities and my art and my, and my talents that can make room for the B, C, D, E, F, G, things that I want to do. Um, and that's why I put my focus. And for me, it's always, it's always not really, it's really time for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be able to make money doing something where I have time for everything else. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest challenge because I can't be divided so much because I found out, and you got to tell me all the time, I'm doing so many different things at one time. Mm-hmm. I'm now kind of honing in Mm-hmm. Working on my division, right? Mm-hmm. Getting it together, putting myself all together where I'm just overlapping everything and I have certain times that I do it. Mm-hmm. But that's my goal is to just focus on one thing mm-hmm. that eliminates the excuses for the other. Okay. Mm-hmm. It really does. It does. So we need finance. So I have to, I'm a work at a situation, even if you got a dead end job, right? I'm I'm a work at a situation um where I'm setting myself up. Preparing is chess, not checkers. That's how I view it. It is definitely chess. It, it really is. Because a lot of us work at dead-end jobs or crazy situations. We just had to deal with it, you know. But the, my mind frame is not staying here, but using why I'm here to kind of work the other things that I want to do in my life, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Whatever that it is. I don't know, yeah. you know. I don't know what that it is. But for me, I, I, I'm honing on one thing. And then I work that to the point where I can accumulate enough 
authority, time, and space for myself that I can control, mm-hmm. where I can prioritize the other three or four things. Mm-hmm. But you know what? But God. I'm Thank you. I was about to. Yes. But God. Now I'm just going real quick. So I'm going to try to make it. So <laughs> I always said I wanted to do so much, right? But God had, he helped me see that my purpose in life, the, the what I feel that I've attached to is to inspire and to motivate people, right? I know, super general, but I love that because, because I mean, yeah, it's super general, but it allows me to do so much. Yeah. All right, I'm going to inspire and I'm going to motivate. That means I like to be social. Yeah. Boom, I'm a social worker, right? Yeah. But that's just one part of it. So now I know that I might need finances to then continue to be social because now I want to work on my own, yeah, right? Yeah. Because then, therefore, nobody can't tell me anything. So if I come and work every, happy every day, you can't tell me anything. It's my company. Yeah. But guess what? I know that I need more money. So I'm going to educate myself. Yeah. I'm going to then build a brand. I'm then going to eventually, my goal, my main, main, main goal is to be a therapist in which I'm a LCSW where I can get the most money from that therapy and then do that part-time while retiring from my full-time job you know what i mean yeah. using that pension possibly or having a non-profit like it just I, it sounds so crazy and but it's all going to get done but the thing is it's something that you that you said that you want to help people exactly so we're called to be we're, we're called to be the temple of god mm-hmm. but in regards of achieving goals you have to be a template mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and your template is i want to help people encourage people in whatever realm I'm in. In whatever realm I'm in. Right? In whatever realm I'm in. So if it's the homeless, if it's kids, if it's, you know, so that really, when you're trying to achieve your goals, you have to find the temple, us, mm-hmm. that template. Mm-hmm. What is your template? Do you want to help encourage people? Do you want to love people? Do you want to help financially call people to be financially stable? Even that has a template because you want people to, to succeed. Mm-hmm. You want to be in a position where you're not being selfish, but you really are doing something that helps people get their life together, mm-hmm. right? So that's the really, really the challenge. What's your template, right? Where can I place you? Can I place you in any place where you can? You, your heart's desire is fulfilled. Can I? Can I do that? Um, because you might be in a position where it's a place that you don't want to be, right? Mm-hmm. But because your template, even where wherever you are. You can bless wherever you are because your template was, I want to help people out. I want exactly. to be there. You know what I mean? Like, and you're, you're working towards, you know, that end goal. And you're working towards it. And you understand that you're not, just because you're there in that moment, you're not stuck there. Yeah. Because you're a template. I could put you. Exactly. In but you got to remember and not be too comfortable with that. Yeah. But because your goal and the vision for you is to help people and to encourage and, and to uplift and you don't have a number placed on it, then everything you do is still working toward that goal. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And, 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 and when you, when you, when your goal is something that you love, mm-hmm. you, you can continue to chase after it and not become exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you, you won't tire of chasing after that goal because you know, it's, it's because you're being fulfilled at every moment at, every moment. at everything you do. It's fulfilling, a, it's fulfilling that goal. And so not having a goal that that's about money or about a number yeah. or about, you know, riches, yeah. but about, um, but about ministry, about accomplishment, about effectiveness. Mm-hmm. You know, we can put a whole lot of effort into things that are not effective. Yeah. But when your goal is about effort instead of being about effectiveness, then um, it, it's so it, it's it's easier to fall back and feel exhausted and feel that your goal yeah. is not being yeah. reached. Yeah. So um, yeah, I've I'm telling I've I've changed everything. I've I've gone from not thinking that I should dream and to, to knowing that you know God's scriptures constantly talks about you know seeing things as though they are not and yeah. speaking things into into existence and writing a thing down and making it plain. Yeah. You know, and so God's word tells us to dream. Yeah. And so I had to relearn that. And I'm just blessed that it's happened in this year and my life has changed immensely. Yeah, and, and I'm praying that, you know, after hearing this message, you know, that the the spirit of being scatterbrained, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. it's a natural feeling. Yeah. Um, don't feel hopeless. Just Please. develop that template. Please. Yes. Right? That you can, in fact, change, you know, get that template, what you desire to do, not the occupation, mm-hmm. right? Right. But the the spirit of what you ha- and what you want to do and how you want to do it, mm-hmm. because you can be placed in any occupation, 
Right. Um, but if your spirit is not connected to that, then you're going to feel like a failure. You're going to mm-hmm. feel like, you know what I mean? Being on so I, I, like I don't think you should do a job search. We should do a soul search. Amen. All right now. Amen. Really, that's really what it boils down to. And so mm-hmm. we're praying that you are encouraged, um, that you are strengthened, and that we actually act on the visions that God gave us. The that's scripture, right. we, as we read earlier, that's that's right. that when we perish by not us attending to what God has shown us. That's right. Um, and so we're praying that you um, received it. We love you guys. Thank you love so much you. for listening in. God bless you. Stay strong. Stay strong. Mm. Keep dreaming. Yeah, mm-hmm. keep dreaming. And acting. <laughs>